You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 232 for March 22nd, 2019. This week we talk about playing music for cheese, new kitchen appliances, when we got depressed, personality quizzes, songs we're jamming to, and our drag race update. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, we're back. It's happening. Hello. It's a perfect day. Oh, hi, Piggy. Piggy's already complaining about <laughs> He's your He's already voice. complaining. It's a rainy day. <laughs> he usually sleeps all day here. He's got some treats. Aww. He's fun. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I just imagine you slathered peanut butter all over every wall like a, like <laughs> a, a painting, like performance Similar- art. Kind of like how your room looks, but it's poop on your walls. I'll, I will have you know, I cleaned Uh-oh. my room like 70% because I was supposed to vacuum and I I didn't do it. I was, I was going to do all that on Monday and I, it got late. Well, here's the thing. Apparently I'm like considerate or whatever, because I don't want to vacuum. I live on the, on the second floor. I, mean, I live in a second floor apartment and I didn't want to vacuum at like 10 PM on a Monday night. Because I feel like it would disturb people, would it not? Well, our upstairs neighbor has definitely vacuumed at 10 p.m. on a weeknight. And I'm like, why do you need to do this? Oh, so, like you're asleep I don't understand that. at 10 a.m. on a weeknight. Well, I mean, 10 mm. p.m. Which time do you go to bed these days? I mean, I'm, I'm awake, but like other people aren't, right? Sure. Other people are on like okay. decent, like real people. So you can be angry for the other people. You've got empathy. I'm angry, angry adjacent. That's my life currently. <laughs> uh, that's like hashtag America. I'm just like angry adjacent right now. Um, Any hoozle. So yeah, uh, this is getting posted on Friday because I'm a piece of shit. And also like I'm getting called into work. I'm just like so busy, you know. I'm the one it's who postponed it. Oh my God. Let's just both take the blame. We're both just so humble. I know, like, right? Fun. I can't. Where's our award? You know, it's I'm just crazy. excited that for once it's raining so hard the construction can't go on today. So like this is the quietest day I've had in literally months. Like they oh usually god. work when it's light raining, but oh my god, mm-hmm. I have never had a quiet fucking day in months here. And you can f- <laughs> what? And oh, there was a little fan noise all of a sudden. I thought you were like I thought you got sucked into your air purifier. I do have an air purifier in my room. I moved it from our living room into my room, but that's that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Oh I'm glad God, that you, you aren't sharing the air, honey. This I I pay for this air. This air is mine. I am I am keeping this all this good air to myself. I've had this air purifier forever, but wow. I do change the filter. We're really Socialism. talking about them. Okay. It's, yeah, share the air. Well, I'm I'm very happy that you. It's finally quiet enough where you can start hearing the voices in your head again. Well, and also another thing I can hear is our new oven. Does it like talk to you? No, no. It was just oh. a segue into talking more about myself. Okay. Well, going. what a fucking surprise that is. Well, we got a new oven mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's pretty great. It got delivered on, uh, I guess it was two days ago, but our last oven wasn't a convection oven and this one convects the hell out of the air. I baked a chocolate chip banana bread loaf and some drop biscuits. Baked evenly, honey. I'm very excited about it. Um, you are um what what's her name? I'm drawing a blank. What's the old bitch from that that quit? She's always like bake at 125 fan. And I was 125 like 125 fan. Yeah, do you know what that means? With the convection fan on? Yeah, it's Mary Berry I'm talking about. Like in in all oh, of her like, like cooking videos. Her. I don't in watch all of her, her cooking videos. videos. 
Oh, you just like her personality. Ugh. I just Who like likes her, someone just because British they have a nice personality. Mary. That's gross. Mm-hmm. Any anyway, so she, in all of her videos, um, she she's every time she's talking about baking something in the oven, she talks about like the the degree and then fan. And I was like, I couldn't tell what she was saying. I was like, is she saying flan? What does that mean? She was calling. She was talking to her fans. She's like, yeah, bake her- it two seventy five fan. <laughs> you know, like that's what we call each other. We're like, hey, oh fan. my god, absolutely. She doesn't. She yeah, she doesn't know any. She's like RuPaul. She doesn't know any of the queens' names. She just calls them fans, <laughs> right? Well, the the good thing about getting the oven installed, here's something I mm-hmm. had to discover that day. So Piggy went to daycare while the oven was being installed because he and, can't okay, cope. Let's let's just okay. The reason why that Piggy went to daycare while the oven was getting installed is because you were worried that Piggy was going to climb in your old oven and then your the old oven was going to get removed and then Piggy was going to be trapped in the oven. No, Piggy knows not to go near the oven. He has learned he does not go near the oven. That's a hot place. He's never I touched am, it, but he doesn't uh, go near it. Was there a bad situation that happened with the oven? I actually don't want to ask that question. No, no, there's been no bad situation. But he had to go to daycare because the door was open. Like, you know, mm. he, they were removing the old one, getting the new one in. The workers he were coming escaped. in and out. He could have escaped. And I can't let my His baby. hellscape of a prison that you have him he in. Can't be, he is eating like a gallon of peanut butter right now. He's fine. Um... No, but okay. So he goes to doggy daycare and you know how they have webcams there that you can watch your dog. I saw you tweeting about this. Yes. And I've never gotten them to work before. And I figured out it's because Mm. they use fucking flash. Who the fuck? I had to like install flash because nobody uses flash I'm sure you got a virus. Probably so. But I finally got the (laughs) webcams working and I was so proud of him. I watched him for like five hours straight. Like, it was supposed to be me time, but then I just ended up watching Piggy on webcam for, like, five hours. It's, and it's just like a child to steal all of your personal time away from you. He was a blessing. He was wagging his tail. See, and this is this is the first time I've never seen what he's like when he's away from me. He's usually with mm. me, like, 24-7, unless I go to right. the grocery store or run some errands or something. Right. And I had no idea how he acted around other people. It was like watching a documentary. You know, a documentary like about your child. Off. Yeah. And he was wagging his tail. Someone was petting him at uh, one of the workers and Piggy wanted to be pet. And I was like, what? A whole new side of your little baby. It was a whole new side. I was so proud of him. He interacted decently with the other dogs. You just never know. So you never the moral know the of the child. story, put webcams that on your children. you're the best mom. No, put webcams on your children is the moral <laughs> of the story. Watch their every move. And, um... Yeah, until they're 18. Monitor. Well, we talked about that article like uh, 150 years ago in China where they had like the trackers on like the school children or whatever to like oh, monitor yeah, their every move. into their school uniforms. They're like part of the uniforms. Right? This sounds very that. Well, so here's a question for you. How would you have reacted if you like you watched you were in the same situation? You were watching Piggy, who was at doggy daycare, and Piggy was just the worst fucking dog misbehaving, barking at all the other dogs, being a bully how, how would you have what if what have you done well first of all i would have inwardly denied it because my baby's an angel <laughs> exactly because every parent's like oh my my child is perfect in every way he's my child perfect is not a in bully. every way there mm-hmm. was a corgi though who was trouble i was keeping an eye on him i had my i had the doozy i had the uh doggy daycare on speed dial and i was gonna call him up and be like did you get that corgi out of there my son with my son you know? I'm pretty sure that 911 isn't the doggy daycare phone number. Break them up. Break them up. I see. 
Anywho, um, mm-hmm. did you hear the one about... <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about... The, what? What's the deal with airline food? Did you hear you know? the one about uh, the cheese that like hip-hop? Um, is this your cheese of the week? We haven't done that in a long time. Uh, the cheese thought the music was Gouda. That leads me into a story, okay? This isn't actually going nowhere. It's not my cheese of the week. So there was an st- experiment done. Um, mm-hmm. So this guy, Swiss cheesemaker, beat Vompsler. He and a he team sounds of like he's related to the Count from Sesame Street. He sounds like a DJ Count. His first name is literally Beat. And he's experimenting with, like, music. Oh, well, okay, um, that makes sense. So him and a team of researchers from Bern University of Arts. So they had nine 22-pound wheels of emmental cheese in these different wooden crates um, in his emmental? cheese cellar. E-M-M-E-N-T-A-L. That's how, that's how it was in my fourth grade spelling bee, by the way. <laughs> A-M-M. By the way, I got fourth place in the fourth grade spelling bee, and I didn't get a trophy. Have we gone what over this What was the word that you before? slipped up on? It was well, chauffeur. I mean, this is- Chauffeur? Chauffeur. Chauffeur? I don't know how to spell it or say it. Still. You need to go back to fourth grade. Isn't it chauffeur? Well, let me tell you, the bitch who got third place had to spell mustard. Okay? So. I've always had a thing against mustard. And so I'm glad that I'm this totally, this makes sense for me. Yeah. Anywho, though. Okay. So all these wheels of cheese. I don't know what a mental cheese is. It's just a wheel of cheese. Okay. Do you want to Google it? It's pronounced Emmental. So this immental cheese <laughs> that <laughs> they had God. it in wooden crates in his cheese cellar for the next six months. Each cheese, I'm reading this off Smithsonian Magazine, by the way. Uh, for the next wow. six months, each cheese was exposed to an endless 24-hour loop of one song on a mini transducer, which was uh, it directed the sound waves directly into the cheese wheels. So here are the songs, okay. No mm-hmm. Katy Perry was exposed to these cheeses because all of them survived. Okay, just so we're clear. <laughs> um, they would have they would have molded immediately. They would have molded, shriveled up, turned into dust, honey, from all of mm-hmm. the gay baiting. Anywho, uh, mm-hmm. there was a classical cheese. It was Mozart's The Magic Flute. There was a rock cheese. It listened to Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. Um, an ambient cheese listens to Yellow's Monolith. I don't know what that is. And there was a hip-hop cheese, and it was exposed to a tribe called Quest's uh, Jazz. And, oh, oh, and a techno cheese. They uh, listened to Young and Free Part 1. Young and Free Part 1 <laughs> on repeat. It, no, that it cheese was, did uh, not survive. <laughs> Vril's UV. I don't know any of these songs except for like Led Zeppelin and Mozart, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then there was a control cheese, and that cheese would just had peace and quiet. Okay. Oh, honey, so, I would love to have been that control cheese. Honey, we are all the control cheese today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then three other wheels were exposed to simple high, medium, and low frequency tones. So then they had a press release after all this had done happened. Uh, the cheese mm-hmm. was examined by food technologists. Can you imagine if that was your job title? Food technologist. I just imagine just like throwing food at a laptop. That's a food technologist. That's, I mean, yeah. I don't know what they do. Apparently. That's me every day when I'm editing the podcast. I just throw food at my keyboard and then, you know, eventually it gets, it's like a monkey and a typewriter in a room. Some Someday you're going to get a novel, you know? Does your keyboard have removable keys? Because I hope it does, because I'm sure there's food stuck underneath it. No, but I do have a keyboard condom on it. <clears throat> you know, those like, oh, those yeah. little, like things that you can put over your keyboard that are I like made of silicone. you stretching like a Trojan Max over your keyboard. 
Would that even Why fit? Not? See, I feel these like... are the things. These are the things we need scientists to actually do. Instead of instead of you know playing music for cheese, the people need to know if a Trojan Max condom will fit over an Apple keyboard. I've got a mini keyboard. I feel like it would. It's for sh- an Apple keyboard. I feel like it for mm-hmm. sure would. Um, anywho, probably though, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It concluded that the cheese exposed to music had a milder flavor compared to the non-musical ones. They also found that the hip-hop cheese had a stronger aroma and stronger flavor than the other samples. And then a jury of culinary experts... Uh, did a blind taste test, two rounds of a blind taste test. Their results were uh, very similar, and the hip-hop cheese came out on top again. Wow. So, Hip-hop's funky. Honey, it, the the funk got injected into the cheese. Um, I'm trying to think of like a funk song. I don't Brick know. House. That's kind of funky. I'm too white to know anything about this. Is that a um, song however, about the three I, little I feel pigs? like... <clears throat> What about what about the what? Do you remember there were the three little pigs? One had a house made out of straw, one out of I don't know mud or something, and then one and out then of brick. bricks. Yeah, I don't know any words to that song other than brick house. I mean, you and everyone else in the in the world. We had we played it <laughs> in jazz band like, in high school. Oh yeah, we played it in like uh, football season. Yeah, yep, we did that too. Oh, the memories. You know, besides Anywho. us getting homophobically bullied, I I think that there's. I think that it's very telling. Is it is it is it problematic that they're Mm-mm. saying that the cheese that listened to hip hop smelled weird? Is that something that we need so. to take up it's with the courts? Cheese, it's stronger aroma, stronger flavor. And I feel like so all the other cheeses basically you said they're it was more mild, correct? That's what they um yeah. Well, they said the cheese exposed to music had a milder flavor compared to non-musical. So the non-musical, honey, that was just garbage. Just throw that cheese honey, out. Throw your mental cheese out. Honey, I'm having an, a mental breakdown. <laughs> oh my god. Get the fuck out of here. Hold on. What is a mental cheese? It is a yellow, medium hard Swiss cheese that originated around a mental canton burn. If you say a mental one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been well, watching too much Beverly Hillbillies. I absolutely believe that. Well, you know, I think in the, you know, like when you go to the store and you pick out like Swiss cheese. I don't pick out Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese I picks mean, out me. That's how I you see. connect with your cheese. There, There's nothing really like the category Swiss cheese is it, it, it doesn't really exist. It's just that like a Swiss cheese, a Swiss style cheese is similar to like an Emmental or a Gruyere or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. This says often known as Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. While Honey, the denomination Emmentaler Switzerland is protected, mm-hmm. Emmentaler is not. I like my cheese Emmen shorter, not Emmentaler <laughs> than me. Stop it. Get out. I'm sure there's this. lots of cheese puns. I already did the Gouda one, but that one was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, throw a dog a bone, okay? Uh, you're just all your puns are so cheesy this week listen i'm having an off week i've got like my neck my back and then they finish the song your pussy and your crack yeah they're all in pain right now (laughs) oh yeah well you were telling me that earlier you were on you were like squiggling around on the floor on a foam roller and then your back oh yeah have you ever have you ever done a foam roller I think the last time I did a foam roller, it was probably in gym class in like fourth grade. They let you use those in gym class? I never heard of one till like last year. What? A foam roller. I don't know what you, yeah, yeah. Did you, it's you a just cylinder a, a tube of foam. of foam that you roll over? 
that you you can roll on it horizontally or vertically. Like you can balance your spine yeah, yeah, on yeah. it and like jiggle around. Yeah. No, Justin got into this like foam roller phase. He kind of goes through phases like I do, which I love. Oh God, you two are perfect for each other. Wait, I didn't know that Justin was really like are. locked in 1975 with the foam roller phase. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't, did, foam rollers, were they around then? Is there a Wikipedia article about foam rollers? Foam rollers, Wikipedia. Anyway, if there isn't, there will be now. There is. It's literally three sentences long. A lightweight <laughs> cylindrical no tube of compressed shit. foam. It in, uh, increases flexibility, reduces soreness, eliminates muscle knots. My back popped like in seven places when I rolled over it today. It was not cute. Have I asked before if you had ever gone to a, I was going to say protractor. That's not, that's not. The oh, honey, place I went to a protractor, to. honey, and they said I'm a cute, honey. <laughs> Oh, honey, God. The jury's out, Eddie. Honey. <sighs> and I'm obtuse. So. <laughs> I'm um, a chiropractor, I've, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, um, a pyro, went, pyrocractor. So I went for stomach issues once. What? Yeah, when I was in like my, it was probably, I was probably like 23, 24. And I was like, I've been having stomach issues. I'd been to a gastro whatever. I'd been to like stomach doctors and whatever. And they were like, nothing's wrong with you. You're stupid. And you're making this up because you're gay. One of them literally told me, he was like, are you sure you, you're you not feeling bad because you're gay in Arkansas? And I was like, excuse oh, me? Oh my God. I was like, what? yes, I feel bad that I'm gay in Arkansas, but that's not why I'm complaining today. Anywho. Right, exactly. I have other problems other than my homosexuality, okay? Right? It's not the root of all evil. Right? Just some I guess of it. He, he, to be fair, he probably thought, which I do have anxiety problems, and that could be causing stomach problems. But I went to a chiropractor because, like, I thought maybe something might be kinked. And they scan your back, and he's like, okay, the, the red areas are, like, you know, where things can be better. The green areas are where things are good. And the black areas is, like, where you're... Your body is decaying and decomposing and you're dying. And my whole mm-hmm. spine was black. And, mm. and so he cracked my spine a few times, like over the course of the next few months. Never helped me. But I was never able to like pop my neck and my back until I went mm. to the chiropractor. And now I can pop my neck and my back. Ooh. I know. Have I've you never been? gotten my body professionally cracked. I'm you have I'm scared of it. No, I haven't. And but I I definitely enjoy it. Like I've watched like back cracking videos and have gotten off that way cuz like that's what everyone does, right? You jack well, off to YouTube videos of people getting their backs cracked. There is something like when you're lying in this chair and this uh guy has your head in his hands and he's about to twist your neck and you're like, "Oh my god, he might kill me." And am I getting a boner? <laughs> I think I'm aroused by the fact that my (laughs) life is in another human's hands and that he could end it at any moment. It's just so sexy. Oh, it's the thrill, honey. You're like, Mm -hmm. if he snaps it the wrong way, honey, that's it. And every time you go in, you're just hoping that he ends your life. And you're always disappointed (laughs) at the end of it. You have like like a depressive episode after you leave. Like, he didn't kill me this time. Maybe next time it'll be the one. Maybe next time. And that's what keeps you going. They hook you. I feel like, I mean, they, they, their crack is whack. I was trying to make a pun. It didn't work. Oh, that's kind of it. You know, it's kind of it. He could say it. Um, well, uh, what I do know of is there are like in some grunt, I mean, is, is this probably in more metropolitan areas, but probably, they probably have this in Portland of all places. There are, and I think they got in some like legal trouble. There are chiropractic, like there, there are chiropractors for like dogs. 
Ooh. People have taken their animals in to get their animals' bones cracked. Um, and I'm pretty sure there have been problems from what you know, I recall. I have actually looked at like holistic veterinarians, not because I'm not an anti-vaxxer dog mom or something. Okay. Although that they, is literally is, a thing. I have found the there, message boards. Yeah, I was going to say there's absolutely a Facebook group for that. Oh, there is absolutely people who, like, are against getting your dog vaccinated against anything. But, mm-hmm. um, like, when we, we've we done, like, every medical thing possible for piggies allergies, you know. And right. at some point, you're like, all right, let's start looking at other shit as well. We got to start praying. We got to start gotta asking start God praying. for help. We got to start laying our hands up on this dog and praying to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but there were, you know... I I don't reject. Um, obviously, my first reaction to illness is not holistic. But I think there mm-hmm. are things that are sometimes described as holistic, but are like actually like really good for you. Like they're right. just like common things that are known to be good for you. Like, hey, eat vegetables. You know, that's not mm. holistic. That here's here's a here's <laughs> a mystery tip. You should eat vegetables. You should eat them. You know, that's your tip of the day. That's a, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Pro tip um, of the day, eat vegetables. What were we talking about before we talked about vegetables? There was something that was going to contribute, but I don't know if I no, ever we, we were talking about, like, holistic dog practices. Oh, I got nothing. Oh, well, I, I have something, actually, since we're going oh, into this. Yeah. You mentioned how there's, like, there's some holistic stuff that you see that, like, it's like it 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 can help with some things but it's like right. in like a a different way it's like described um, as holistic but like in reality it's just like things you should do in general or like some holistic things right. i feel like have roots like um we talked about it once sh- like hot cold showers can like mm-hmm. help your circulation or something or Did it's I, not gonna I, it's I, not I def- gonna cure I, your something you know but right but it, it's good for you in a roundabout way right in like some sort of way it's helping you something it's not gonna like cure something but you know it can it could help something did i did i mention before that i have a cousin that thinks that cold showers cures depression Oh yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't. I'm honey. just re-mentioning that because prove it. Um, prove it doesn't. Right. Let me just take. Let me stop my meditation. <laughs> stop going to my therapist and just start taking cold showers, honey. I think I'd just be depressed and cold, or depressed and very aware. Maybe that's the the thing. Depressed and with good circulation. Right. Very good circulation. Well, I wanted to mention something about like the holistic medicine sort of situation uh, and how it can help in a roundabout way. So I've been going to a, 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 a clinical psychologist, um, a psychotherapist, um, a psychic, a oh my God. Um, um, a psychopath, all these things. They're, they're all the same person, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Teaching me how to be a serial killer. No. So I, I have a therapist that I've seen for like four years. Same therapist. She's been really great for me. Um, she went to school for it. But I would describe her as kind of granola in the sense where she like she she's very for modern medicine. But she does this thing called energy work, um, oh, which like is Reiki. very what? I don't know. There was like an ASMR Reiki. 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's what that is. Well, because essentially she has this thing with like, you know, like literally chakras and like energy within the body that needs to get out and stuff like that. And it's it's very granola. And I'm a very like scientific person. And we've done some like energy exercises where we're like waving our hands in the air. My insurance pays for this. Thank fucking God. So it's like it seems well, it seems kind of quacky. But at the end of the day, essentially, essentially what it is in a roundabout ways it's helping me it's ju- it's just helping me be mindful because like i my mindfulness exercises are very helpful for me like it, you know with cognitive behavioral therapy so like this energy stuff is just another way of thinking about mindfulness and slowing down your breathing and being like in the moment and it helps reduce anxiety like yoga right exactly um but she she had me she's like um essentially with this energy medicine or whatever there's like different types of personalities and it's it's called like the five elements or whatever it's like earth wind fire metal something like that essentially it's like the myers briggs test only for granolas oh my god i don't know if i could take it seriously well, that's the thing. It's like, she's like, I want you to, well, first she was like, I think you're an, I think your, um, your major element is earth and your secondary is water. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. She's like, just take the quiz and let me know next session. There's like an online quiz you can is take. Is it on BuzzFeed? And so I was, uh, probably. I think it's like, <laughs> hold on. Um, let me look it up. Cause I want everyone to take this. Is it on? Um, because I. Th- oh, go on. Um, because I think that it's, it's it, the, when I was taking the quiz, it's extremely similar to like the Meyer, Myers-Briggs, Briggs test. Um, like in the in the questions or whatever. It's just that instead of giving you like a bunch of letters, it's giving you either water, wood, fire, earth, metal. I'm on the website. Listen. It's learnthefiveelements.com slash five dash elements dash quiz. You can just look up five elements personality type quiz. I love and Captain so, Planet, but I love Captain I Planet. <laughs> love Captain Planet, honey. But so I, she the guy who was what? fire was kind of hot. Is that right? I never watched Captain Planet. I was that was What? That, How did that was you know about my recycling? Time. Well, just, I don't know, because I'm a good person. Uh, I didn't oh. need the TV to tell me about it. We, any risk recycling doesn't exist in Arkansas. So <laughs> you got to learn <laughs> about it from you, the TV. You burn, you burn all your trash in a, in a oh oil bin in the backyard. You just described my grandma <laughs> burning batteries in the backyard <laughs> in an oil bin. I wonder drum. why. Okay. Jesus Christ. I know. Anywho, any 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 ment- what I'm what I'm where I'm getting here elements quiz no yeah so just look up look up the five elements quiz on um on Google and I I feel like that uh, I I mean I've, I don't know I've taken the Myers Briggs test a lot of the time like I've taken I feel like your your personality changes it's fairly popular or whatever if you've taken that quiz take this quiz the questions are fairly similar anyways what I'm getting to is she was like oh I think that you're an Earth type and your secondary is water and I took the quiz and she was absolutely correct so either she's a witch or she knows that i'm a sensitive human being and that's essentially what she said so or maybe she's a little too invested in this quiz she, i mean she's taken it too many bad. times and knows all the outcomes why is there no ice element yeah. what is this metal mm-hmm. i think archetype I'm, of the queen or alchemist that's you you're a queen i'm pretty metal so metal i'm a fire rabbit on the chinese zodiac just like that po- the new pokemon Archetype of the wizard or comedian. Oh my god, yes! That's why I'm going to choose Score Bunny as my starter, because I'm Fire Rabbit. Oh my god, it all makes sense. Yeah, it's like this Pokemon was made for me. Anyway, what I'm trying to get to is some holistic medicine in a roundabout way 
kind of makes sense. Wait, you're Earth? But there's other shit that's like, you should only eat salted kale for the rest of your life. It'll let you live until you're 400 years old and vaccines cause autism. Then I'm like, oh, honey. Wait a minute. Pick and choose your battles. Earth, archetyped of the preschool teacher or camped Camp counselor is what this says. I know. What does that even mean? <laughs> I well, it, it, if you if you take the quiz, it can give you like um, you can look into personality types. Um, it gives you more details. Mm. Like the the Earth personality type, apparently they describe it as Mister Rogers or Pope Francis, whatever the fuck that means. I'm the Pope. Is that the, the metal pope? personality type? Yeah, I think yeah. Pope Francis is the is the current. Do you pope. know? Me- Never mind. What? I don't think you can say anything bad about the Pope, can you? It's I mean, like that meme. I feel like every time he talks, it's like that meme that like, hello, fellow kids. Or, you know. Literally. And I just can't get so, up. I, just, I mean, I'm not really. The water anyway. personality type apparently is Nicolas Cage or Kurt Cobain. The wood personality what? type is either the pop star Pink or Simon Cowell. Oh my god, love Fire pink. personality type. Love pinks. Fire personality type is apparently Jim Carrey or Ellen DeGeneres. Oh. Earth personality, like I said, is either Mr. Rogers or Pope Francis. And then metal, you better be metal if you take this quiz, is either Angelina Jolie or Victoria Beckham. Uh-oh. <laughs> I do like Posh Spice. She's probably my favorite Same. spice. Um... People who are listening to this, look up five, learn the five elements.com. Um, take this fucking quiz. It's literally Myers Briggs for granolas. Um, and let me know what your types are because I'm very curious. Very interesting. I'll take it after we're done. You're, you'll absolutely close the tab and forget about it after we're I'm leaving the, the tab open. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. Speaking of moods. Uh-oh. I didn't read this article. I saw it on Reddit and I clicked it and I was like, you're going to read this one, Joseph. Well, anywho, it's called mm-hmm. There Are Sex Differences in the Trajectory of Depression Symptoms Through Adolescence with Implications for Treatment and Prevention. That's Excited? the longest title for an article I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire life. I think it's basically saying, oh my God, there's a graph. Listen, let me tell you, I didn't get the highest score on the ACT about reading graphs. I think that uh, I love women, giraffes. Women get depressed before men in puberty. Is that what and is that your interpretation your of this article? Of the day. Well, I think that's what it says. I think it's like the okay. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, there were sex differences in the age at which symptoms increased most rapidly for females. This occurred at thirteen point seven years old, while for males it was much later at sixteen point point four years old. And this is so. This is adolescence. Higher the depressive symptoms. Okay. Sim- I don't know. So they they peak around different times. Da da da. Da, 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 da. Well, I mean, I would when be depressed too. When did you first too. start getting depressed? Oh, honey, that's for a whole other day, honey. Do you remember not being depressed? I don't know if I do. Mm, I remember. I don't know if I do either. I remember around puberty, though, and my parents were like, "Do you want to talk to somebody?" And I was like, "I'm not crazy." You know, obviously, I <laughs> did should you actually say I'm that. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure I just said something very problematic. And oh my god. Yeah, obviously, I would have benefited from seeing somebody, but I was in like mm-hmm. this moody phase where I thought I could handle it all myself. And let me tell you, nobody can handle it themselves. 
Okay. Right, honey. So you um, listening currently, you can't handle the truth. I'm all for depression studies on like teenagers because I was definitely depressed as a teenager. And the more we know about it, the more we can like get some fucking counselors in there, you know, Mm -hmm. deal with some of this shit and destigmatize it. I don't think I think that I I started getting depressed in college. I think that's when it started for me. Everything just kind of took a took a fucking steep downhill turn in college. Is that when because you I realized hit, that like oh that your I ain't hot shit. Right. I feel like I definitely I feel like I hit puberty, but then like I didn't really like change much until I was in college. Mm, that makes sense. Like I feel like people. Stagnated. Yeah, I just like I feel like you expect to hit puberty and like change as a person, and I don't feel like I did. Right. Anyhow. Well, the first time I went to a therapist, it was it was my parents recommended it to me because I was having such a hard time with my first breakup. And that was in college. And that's I went to this like I went to the same therapist that helped my parents deal with me coming out. And she was like a big old lesbian. So thank God for that. I think she's retired now. But I went to like one session with her um, when I was home for like Christmas break. And it helped a lot. And so then I got a therapist when I went back to Boston. And then, then that therapist helped me realize that I needed to move back to Montana. And deal with my family and stuff like that. That's that started my journey. My journey oh talking my to women. They're, they've all been women. I, I can't. I can't We've imagine talked having about a male it before. I'm, I'm afraid of that. I prefer female doctors. All my doctors I've chosen for myself are female. Right. I, I think just, the last male doctor to, that I go on. What? Oh, I was oh, just gonna say. Okay. I feel like I relate to the feminine side of things more than the masculine. Well, I, I feel so like that I one. I am. I feel less vulnerable around women because I feel like I'm not going to be judged for my emotions. And the one male doc, straight male doctor that I've seen in the past, like seven years, legitimately mm-hmm. almost made me cry. Like just like berated me and then tried to relate to me by telling me his son was gay and like asking me if I knew his son. And I was like, we don't all know each other. <laughs> it God, pissed me off people are so, so much. Stupid. I was furious. I left there like almost in tears, but yeah. I've never had a female doctor, you know, do that to me. It made you feel like shit. Yeah. I, I think don't the know. last male doctor, I had a male pediatrician growing up and he was actually really nice, surprisingly. And then the last male doctor that I, you know, that I had as an adult was when I was in Boston, I had a um a very old like Indian man from India who was um he was my dermatologist when I was still in Accutane because I moved from Montana to Boston and I needed to continue my Accutane treatment. Um, and I needed a, a dermatologist over there. And he was very lovely. But for, like, mental stuff, for, like, everything else, like, it's all been women. And it's all been great for me. I, I don't, like, dislike male doctors and or whatever, because I know everyone's going to be different. But I feel like a big majority of male doctors could step it up when it becomes to, like, when it comes to, like, I don't know, having some sort of emotional connection or, like... Right. I don't... I. Most of the male doctors I've been to, I don't feel like they care for me as much, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't feel and I don't feel like they necessarily understand um what I say. I feel like right. they hear me but they don't they listen but they don't hear me. I feel like it, it all comes back to privilege in that sense. I'm sure it comes back to a lot of different things. I'm sure it comes back to the raise me, the way men are raised in this society and what they're told is acceptable for a man to do and, you know, do you have a male doctor or a female doctor? Or do you live in the United States, don't have insurance, and can't afford a doctor? Let us know in the comments below. You can let Sam know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want an Always answer to a know. question, send it to Sam. 
Okay. Speaking of things that make me want to go to the hospital, um, RuPaul's Drag Race season 11, episode three. Are you going to sing Happened him? last week. These are a few of our favorite queens. Yeah. Whatever. I liked this episode a lot. Um, I did too. I think this season is being- Fill me in. I just really like this season. I like a lot of the queens. There's some queens I still don't like. Every time Vanjie's in the commentary room or whatever, you know, doing, talking about the shit that's going down, I just think she's hilarious. Like, I right? love Vanjie this season. And I don't, maybe mm-hmm. she'll start grading on me later. But right now, I think she's got funny lines. She was talking about Destiny's Child, and I was like, yes. She's just, mm-hmm. she's funny. She's funny. Um, Absolutely. I agree. And I loved it that Rue got really mad this week at all the girls mm-hmm. in uh, Team Mariah. And I oh thought it God. was deserved. I thought it was fucking deserved because that was the most like they had three different like segments, you know, in each talk show that they did. There's Team Brittany and Team Mariah. And right. every single segment bombed in Team Mariah. And I was like, there's right. Like, exactly. Everybody was, was fucking awful. Although. I did not like that they were so shocked that Plastique, like, did not know about Beyonce until, like, four years ago, she said. Because I feel like you don't need to know about Beyonce to survive. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, I know exactly. this may come it's, as a it's shock. It's not, like, a requirement to be a human being, especially, like, right. I don't know, not everyone lives in America. Not everyone is, well, is immersed in Western culture. Some people are born in Vietnam, like, Jesus Christ. Well, what I'm saying is, like, at the end of the day, Beyonce's a pop star. She's a singer. And yes, she does, like, social activism and stuff, but she's a singer. And it just shows, like, what our society values, as in, like, oh, my God, you don't know this singer? It's like, maybe, like, oh, my God, you Mm -hmm. don't know this politician or this, you know. Those are the Mm -hmm. people that we should, like, want people to know are, like, you know, not necessarily pop culture people, but... People who have changed the world and not saying Beyonce, her music and stuff doesn't change the world. But, you know, I think there are other people that we should know more than we that we don't know more. Right. I don't think that it's as ridiculous as they made it out to be that someone didn't know who Beyonce was, especially someone who grew up like in Southeast Asia. Right. Of all places. They just looked so shocked. And I was like, what? It's because they're all, you know, they don't come from a place the Plasti came from. You know, there's lots of people in the world who, like, don't know near as much about Western culture as people in the West do. I I don't know. It it makes sense to me. I don't know. Whatever. Like, I don't feel like um, I would even be offended if someone in the West didn't know who, like, Beyonce or Lady Gaga was or something. You know? It's right. just... Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not the be-all, end-all. It's not the be-all, end-all. It's not the be-Arthur, end-all. Um... There were a lot of leotards on the runway, though. A lot of jumpsuit leotards. There were only about two or three people I was really impressed with on the runway. So, okay. So, so these are the runway looks. So, the runway look theme this week was fringe, correct? It was indeed fringe. Um, which I feel like is it's a good it's a good theme. There, I feel like there were a lot of people who like could have done way more fringe than they had on. Yeah, I mean, Scarlet was boring. It was like a white bodysuit with some fringe on it, and she put on a white wig. I feel like it didn't have much fringe at all. Like It just had some fringe on the arms and a little bit like around the taint and some on the boob. But the there, way it, it she was, was the fringe... standing, 
she just stood there like with her arms out at the end. And I think because she wanted everyone to see the fringe on her fingernails. And I was like, girl, it's it looked not like she cute. was doing like a T pose in a video yes, game. It looked like she was doing a T pose <laughs> in a video game. She looked like a glitch in the Matrix or something. I was like, girl, put your hands so by your side. Funny. Oh, it was a mess. Um, I just, they were just, there were like a couple red jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Vanjie had one. I feel like, I think Raja had one. I thought Akira looked good. She had the gold, you know, I think Michelle Visage said it was a menorah on her head. She yeah. Like, on, like on, on the, on her head. Apparently uh, she made that, which is amazing. That's cool. And of course, Evie with the jellyfish mm-hmm. thing was really awesome. Evie was great. I loved, I feel like everyone loved Evie's look this week. Mercedes was a mess. It was like a red mm-hmm. wig with a green jumpsuit. And I was like, what are you doing? Um, right. Speaking of Mercedes, though, I had some thoughts on um, I don't feel like she was treated very well. Like in the um, uh, when they were all getting ready, like they kept asking about her religion and stuff, being a Muslim. And I was right. like, I get why she doesn't want to talk about it because of the state of America right now. And it was just like, right, exactly. I don't remember who it was who was just like kept trying to drag it out of her. And I was like, you are just if someone doesn't want to talk about something, stop it. You know, like, well, I, I, I just think felt was, so was bad. It- was it Vanjie in the confessional? Someone in the confessional was like, you know, like you, you had this moment to like talk about your religion to like a millions of people and you didn't take it. And it's like, well, here's the thing. It's like, it's like just because that Mercedes Amon Diamond is is Muslim doesn't mean that she speaks for all Muslims. Like she didn't sign up to Drag Race to be like an advocate for her religion to like all of America. So I understand. Also, she seems like a very soft spoken person. She seems very nervous. She does not seem very confident. I know these are kind of drags to her, but like, it's true. Like on, like on drag race, she seems like that she's very nervous and coy and shy. So it's not surprising at all that she like, doesn't want to talk openly about her religion in, like you said, in a state where like, you know, a state of America where like we, as a nation, think that all Muslims are fucking terrorists. Right. So Muslim's like I a bad would be... word in America 2019. Yeah. It's stupid. Jesus Christ. And like when other and so, queens like, I talk completely about... understand. Yeah. Like when other queens are talking about their Christianity, we don't expect that they're speaking for all Christians. And like that, what, like you said, people would think she was talking about talking for all Muslims. You know, we just we're exactly. holding people to different standards. And mm-hmm. I get why she didn't want to talk about it. She said that it was a personal thing to her and like whatever, you know, that's right. You know, don't have to talk about I think something. what. I think what irked me is I don't I think it was Vanjie. I don't remember. It was someone in a confessional talking about that moment and was like, Mercedes had this moment to like, you know, talk about her religion and she didn't take it. She lost that moment to like talk to like millions of people. And it's like, well, she didn't ask for that moment. Okay, so people are trying to drag that moment out of her, either her or the producers or whatever. And I don't think that she should be faulted for not wanting to talk about it because I completely understand why she would be very coy and very like, you know, standoffish about that particular subject. So I, agree. I don't know. I don't know why she was getting dragged for it. Um, Talking about the challenge, though, I thought. Uh, oh, honey. All of Team Brittany, I thought, did really well. Even Ariel. Mm-hmm. I thought Ariel even did well. Brooklyn right, has seemed same. flat to me since her week one win, though. Like next to Nina, mm-hmm. 
Like she just couldn't really compete. Um, and I right, get, yeah, I feel like Nina was definitely the the strongest compared to yeah, like Brooklyn. I she get, really couldn't hold a candle to her. I get why Nina won. Like I think Nina deserved mm. to win this week. Um, there was some stuff that I didn't know if it was like problematic or not though in the Britney one. Um, Ooh. Well, like the Mercedes stuff, they she had to say in their script that she was that she had this like jungle theme going on and then the head shaving happened it was very um i i you they cut to ross there for a second and ross kind of gave this look and i was like mm-hmm. uh-oh what's going on here uh-oh um it was interesting it was very um i didn't know what to think about it tbh mm. but um i'm surprised more was not said about it or i don't know I don't know. It was very strange to me. I don't really remember, like, off the top of my head that it... I mean, like, I remember them shaving her head, and that's because, that like, Brittany shaved her head. Right, which I'm not entirely but sure was a... It was a... um Was a good choice. Right. Because mental health. Right. Um, No, but okay. Mercedes, gotcha. like, storyline was that... They, she was from the jungle and she had never heard of Brittany and they shaved her head and then she was blonde. And I was like, mm, hmm. <laughs> they tried. I don't know. It was very, <laughs> it was a very um, interesting moment. But um, mm-hmm. all of the Mariah stuff was bad. Well, here's, here's the thing that like when we were, when I was watching this with my friends, um, that who was, who was the, the team leader in that, in, in that, um, in the Mariah team. God, I was don't it, even remember. Was it Honey? Was Honey Davenport the team leader? I don't remember. I literally I don't remember right either. They, I don't remember anyone being particularly leadershipy. So I don't. Well, remember. yeah, exactly. Well, here, like the situation was. I think it it was a situation where they were all so nervous that they all went blank in the sense where they couldn't think of anyone other than Mariah. Like someone mentioned Mariah, and then they just like stuck on it, and they didn't like. They just were not thinking, and they they were all like drawing blanks because. The amount of people in the room, there could be 99 people in a room, um, and they could all come up with way better divas than Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah, like, at the end. They would know way more about. RuPaul was listing off. I think he listed off Madonna, Gaga, Cher, J-Lo, Beyonce, anybody. Right. You know, and it yeah, was Christina just Yeah, Christina like, Aguilera, like so many people. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was strange that they picked... That they all collectively picked someone they don't know anything about, you know? And it was almost... Right, exactly. I thought it was kind of like a metaphor for Mariah's career lately. Like, when you know, and maybe mm-hmm. even a metaphor for how she is in concert lately. It wow. was just... All the Mariah stands are coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> are there any send you bombs left, in the mail. I don't know. But they didn't do anything with, like, her New Year's Eve flub, you know? Right. It just wasn't anything i don't know much about mariah i know her her movie was called glitter and not sparkle though i do know the emancipation of mimi equals mc squared you know like that's the thing that's the thing that was like just mind-boggling to me is that i'm not i do not know i feel like i i would classify myself as someone who doesn't know anything about mariah carey like i'm not a mariah stan like i don't know much but i felt like that i knew more about mariah than they all collectively did yeah it was weird and i was like how is this possible 
Like, how did Mariah come up and you all collectively agreed on Mariah and then none of you and then I knew more about Mariah than all of you combined. It was just mind boggling, which makes me think that it it was a moment where like they 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 collectively just like went with the the first thing that came out of someone's mouth and then they just drew a blank with everything else because they were it was just like the cameras were rolling and everyone was nervous. It was like a collectively bad situation. Because it, I feel like in any other situation, like they could have said any other name, and I feel like it would have been way better than like it's like they chose the absolute worst option that they could have, and then uh, yeah. it was just like r- watching a fiery car accident on TV. It was not good in any way, shape, or form. And the uh, lip sync. First of all, I think the guest judges were really good. Um, I think they both brought good critiques to the table in like good I, that, ways. That's the thing. I've been I've been very surprised with the guest judges this season because they're like actually contributing. Like they they have really interesting and good critiques of the queens. It's not just like shitty fucking like word padding. They're like fans like they ha- of the show who yeah. know what's going on. I thought Troy did yes. really Really well, really well. Same. I think Troy did a really good job. Um, but the lip sync where they were all on, like everyone had to lip sync on Team Mariah. People who are listening, mm-hmm. it was a hot fucking mess, and it. I don't think it was so messy. None of them did good. But was it Honey who was mm-hmm. on the floor? Yeah, Honey. Honey was on the floor in her like black fringe. Oh my god, like, leather garb and Rue's eyes were just oh piercing. Her. Like, well, okay, why are you thing. on the I, floor, I, bitch? I, if you're trying to stand, out. I don't. I don't remember the last time that a queen jumped off the stage onto the floor. It's been a number of seasons since that has happened. Like at least five seasons. I cannot remember. Like I know people. Like I remember Robbie Turner. Like like excellent. Like didn't she accidentally skate off the stage or something? Or was that a stunt? I don't know. I don't remember any any queen in the last few seasons that jumped off the stage. I like, can't think of is, any either. I feel like that's, and it's well, you're stepping out of the spotlight, you know. Right, you're exactly. On a like stage the cameras aren't centered reason. there. It's just messy. It's just a a void in the floor. It's like a big black void in the floor, and you don't want to go down there, you know. Right. So I don't know. It was um that was painful to watch that lip sync. It was messy and like I yeah, it was it was a lot. It was so much <laughs> to deal with. What was the song? But, um, oh, it was that remix. Waiting for tonight was that it? Yeah, waiting for tonight. Uh, wait by J Lo. Yeah, right? it was a. I didn't particularly like the remix, but it was a. Mm-hmm. They've had some good dance songs this season too. It's been good. They've had Britney. Right. And, yeah. I. Yeah. I've liked the songs. I feel like the songs have been good. I, I think uh, the right person won this week, and the right person left. Exactly. Okay. So I'm I'm correcting myself. I thought that Honey was potentially the team captain this week. It was Raja O'Hara mm. that was the team captain this week on the Mariah team. Nice. Um. But yeah, Honey went home. Um. Yeah. And Nina West won. Congratulations, Nina. Congratulations. You got some jewelry. Um. Yeah, that uh, it was that that episode was messy, but I felt like that it was I felt like I, it was entertaining. It well, wasn't the like, one I didn't was think so it was... good that it was right. worth the watch, you know, like the right, Mariah right. one was so painful to watch. But the Britney ones, all of them were good. Like all of them were right, amazing. Exactly. It was just a delight to watch as a as a Britney fan, you know, mm-hmm. so um, 
let me tell you uh, so we're recording this on thursday because i'm a piece of shit um and drag race airs thursday i am not excited about this episode why has there i'm not excited at all no, it will. It's Trump the Rusical. Oh, and you know what? I couldn't figure out if it was the Rusical. I know it's because it's RuPaul, but I didn't know if it was like Russia too. Ru- Rusical. Well, well, I mean that they could tie that in. I don't know. I just I feel like this is gonna. I I, I don't. I I watch Drag Race to pull me out of the current political climate. It's one of those things where it's it's kind of like it kind of takes me to another world. Um. And I feel like that this episode is going to garner a lot of negative outside attention from like Trump supporters and Republicans, and they're going to start going after Drag Race, and it's going to be stupid. And it's I feel like it, I don't know. I don't have very don't good know. feelings about this episode tonight. I kind of feel the opposite, having not seen really? it, obviously. Okay. But taking someone who is so who claims to be like an ally, but who is obviously not, and who is not doing anything good for the community, you know, taking right. away rights in military and shit like that. I feel like making fun of him is, especially with a group of gays, is like the way to do it, you know? I don't right, know. I feel right, like... Right. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, um, piss him off. Piss him the fuck off. Sure. If he tweets about it, okay. shoot, do it, honey. Tweet about it. Get some more people to watch Drag Race, gives, even. Gives Drag Race more more ratings. Right. I guess I should think about it more in that sense. No, I do understand it, though, because, like, obviously, we're so oversaturated with Trump news. You just... It's some new bullshit every day, and you just don't want to see it anymore. So I totally get it. But... Right. It's just like I'm looking for an escape sometimes. Right. I totally understand that. Um, But I'm hoping that um some lighthearted Trump poking fun of will be an escape even, you know, too. Right. Maybe it'll be cathartic. Maybe so. I would... I just... Um, I'm excited to see a bunch of gays making fun of Trump. Yeah. I guess. Okay. I should think about it in that sense. That's a good way to reframe it for me. Thank you for that. Sure. Oh my God. New therapist. Uh, honey, honey, you're too expensive. You need seven Furbies. Stat. Jesus Christ. One thing I am excited for before we go on to our favorite things is that the guest judges are Joel McHale, which like, okay, whatever. But Tiffany, New York, Pollard oh is going to be a fucking guest judge tonight. And I am so fucking ready. And in the promo, she looks fucking fierce. I don't so think I, I even realized ready. that was her. Yeah, she looks really good. Yeah, yeah I don't. So hopefully, I, we'll see what happens. I hated the soup. Joe McHale, the soup. You remember that? Yeah, and and yeah, and then like there were a bunch of like soup style spin Oh my shows gosh, too. like Tosh Point or whatever. Were, yeah, like Tosh Point. There were all the. Oh I God, hated so many. those that style of stuff. Even when what's her name does it? Who's the one? You, Samantha B. Does she does she do something like it's that? It's like Maybe soup style. It's like you know standing in front of a green screen. Doing that. I still mm. don't. I just can't get on board with that format. I just can't. But anywho. Anywho. Well, Anywho's there you go. Drag Race update. Drag Race update. Should we move on to our, uh, sure. our, our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Mine was my oven. We have a new oven. It's a uh, Hayer. H-A. Hey, uh, I love Hayer. that song. Uh, how do you spell this? Hold on. I've got the instruction manual right here. H-A-I-E-R. That's all the vowels except for O, U, and sometimes Y. It sounds foreign. So, Well, I think they actually, either they bought GE or GE bought them. So they're a part of GE, but they're like kind of this off this offshoot of them. Um, yeah, we got a new thing. It's a gas range and it got installed and um, I like it. 
Well, good. Did you get it from um, Eamon Taylor? Emental. Emental. That's how. Okay. Eamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eamon Taylor. What's? Oh, is that the cheese? Mm-hmm. We got it from. That's the cheese. I actually don't know where we ordered it from. The internet, and it got delivered. Amazing. And hooked up. And um, there's instructions. <laughs> I can't wait to see you be more of a gay at home dad than you already are. I am really excited because. Honestly, everything I was cooking in our old oven was burned on the sides, raw in the middle. There was no circulation. The temperature was all off. It was a mess. Our burners on the top of the stove, the electric lighters didn't work anymore. So we had to like light them with a candle lighter. Um, Jesus Christ, live in the 1800s, honey. I know. So now it's nice to just turn knobs and there's a fan and you stick stuff in the oven and it cooks amazing amazing and it's beautiful it looks beautiful we're already on to our next kitchen project i think we're gonna do a backsplash oh wow I know. you guys are like i can't wait for your new home improvement show on tlc i know i'm gonna write did you see my tweets about my um recipes no i have you blocked oh that's fine um i'm thinking about starting a recipe blog where it's just you know classic stories as they all are around the recipes. So I had this, um, some excerpts, and one of them was, On her deathbed, my grandmother was still begging for my world-famous ginger cake recipe. I leaned in close <laughs> and whispered in her ear, You can pry it from my gold, cold, dead hands when I see you in hell. I Is this making fun of, like, oh, the, yeah. the, the news flash of, like, everyone complaining that, like, the re- it's, like, a big, long-ass story. Yes. And it takes forever to get to the actual goddamn recipe. I feel like that would be hilarious if you had a blog that was just, like, really, like, funny stories. I've been setting up for it. Fun of that. I've been, um... Oh, my God. I know. I want... Because food blogs are the fucking worst. They are Awful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There are ads everywhere. There's shit that autoplays. A thing pops up. It asks you if you want to subscribe via email. They suck. And yes, I have the extension installed that like clips the recipe, you know, for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to scroll yeah. down. But they still suck. It all sucks. So I would. It's like, no, I don't want to subscribe to your newsletter. Newsletters are from like 1998. Right? No one subscribes to newsletters anymore with your email address. Hello. So I'm trying to, I'd like to poke fun at that a bit, whether it's in like a YouTube series. Or like a blog or something. Oh my god! Look at you with your ideas. I know. Crazy. I know. That sounds really fun. Um, but that's my favorite thing. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is a song. Um, it's really quick. It's the new Lizzo song "Tempo" featuring Missy Elliott. It came out like yesterday or two days ago. Um, I've been really jamming to Lizzo lately. Um, I love Juice. I loved Lizzo before Juice. Juice is kind of making her popular right now, but I didn't know of Lizzo before then. I think a lot of people did. Um, I've been jamming to Juice. I've been jamming to Tempo. I've been jamming to Boys, which is an older song. Um, Lizzo is fucking turning it the hell out. And I really wanted a song. I really am rooting for Missy Elliott to come back in like a big way because like we I feel like we need Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott was like such an icon in her day in like the 90s, early aughts. And I feel like we need her again. She got like a feature on... um, Ariana Grande's album, not the most recent one, but the one before Sweetener. Mm. And like the song that she was featured on was like the worst song oh, on the no. album. And it was it was a bad fucking song. And I was like, ugh, I don't think anyone liked it. And I was like, well, there's her feature, Missy, on this shitty fucking song. But Missy's featured on Tempo, feature or on, on Lizzo's Tempo song featuring Missy Elliott. And it is fire. It is such a fucking good song. Um, so I'm hoping this this kind of like rise from the ashes, hopefully resurrect Missy Elliott's career because I feel like we need her. Um, 
So listen to Tempo featuring Missy Elliott by Lizzo. Wow. It's on all your streaming platforms, etc. I haven't gotten into Lizzo yet. One of my friends um, really loves Lizzo and she's always posting like her Instagram uh, stories always have like Lizzo songs in the background and stuff. And I like them, but I need to like make the leap. You know, right? It's always it. That's the hardest part. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But also, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in Portland, Oregon for like five days visiting my sister at the end of April, and I chose the cheapest tickets there, which is like only a specific weekend because I'm poor, obviously. And Lizzo's gonna be performing there two days after I leave. So oh, I'm kind of pissed. I thought you were about to announce but, like a meetup. So I'm gonna be in Portland. Oh, no, it, uh, I'm gonna be in Portland. Meet me in the dumpster, not next to the dumpster, in the dumpster behind your local 7-Eleven. I will be there. Blockbuster. Oh my god. Closed down. Blockbuster. There is a blockbuster in Portland. The last one. It's in Bend, I believe. It's in Bend. Bend, Oregon. I think somewhere around there. I'm kind of into like last blockbuster. blockbuster on Earth. I kind of like miss. I miss video stores. I just miss the 90s. You know, it was like such a better time. I do miss the 90s, and it was a better time. So, uh, honey. Well, anyways. You think 2019's going well? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Uh, let me pop some of my uh, Alexa Pro mm-hmm. to, get, to get over this. Mm-hmm. Well, good favorite mm-hmm. things. Good favorite things. Agreed. Um, we will be having a bonus episode this week as well. Uh, usually go up on the weekend. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then next week, we'll be back with a normal one for everyone else, too. Oh, bonus is for the Patreon patrons, in case you missed that. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. Otherwise, we will see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.